Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's focus a little bit on uh, another subject, which is very interesting. I'm assuming you have subscription services that uh, you you subscribe to, like streaming. I've got a couple of streaming. I've got Uber, obviously, Uber Eats, that kind of stuff. You have Uber Eats. Is this, mm-hmm. So there's a monthly fee you pay. There's a loyalty program, yeah. There is a loyalty program. Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't have the, the Uber uh, Uber Eats, but I do have, of course, Spotify. I've got Netflix and Amazon Prime. But more and more, uh, there is a trend beginning in the United States where consumers are willing to pay for uh, not streaming services, of course, they have that already, but uh, to pay for services like restaurants, subscriptions to restaurants. Yes, you know what's interesting? A Michelin star restaurant signed up to this subscription service. So really? it's not just chain restaurants, it's not just, you know, fast food, that kind of thing. But they're actually a Michelin yeah. restaurant, you pay yeah. a monthly fee. Yeah, it's like 130 uh, for like a 5 to $10, $130, you get like this amazing meal. Like it depends on what, what restaurant it is, of course. Wow. Well, joining us now to talk a little bit about subscription models for restaurants is Ian Tostenson. He, of course, is the president of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association. Good afternoon, Ian. Hey, Jess. Hey, Robin. How you doing? Well, we're doing very well. And I, it, it was very interesting when I was reading about this uh, story uh, late yesterday. It, there was a restaurant or a bar in San Francisco, uh, you know, where you pay $89 per month, but you get $100 in dining credits. Uh, you also get a free drink when you come to the bar. You also got, uh, you know, high-end chains like P.F. Chang's that are offer, also offering for $6.99. Uh, you right. get free delivery. Could this work in a place like Vancouver, Ian? Well, I think Surrey taxing would be easier to figure out than this. <laughs> this, is, this is like, so I've been thinking about this since you and I talked earlier, and, I, and I've made a number of, you know, number of calls. And, but the part of, I mean, it, it really, on the outside, it, you know, it's the, the loyalty aspect of it, something unique. I have a relationship with my restaurant that only I have. Um, I think there's Panera... Uh, does well because they, they do a subscription for coffee, so you pay X amount of dollars a month, you get free coffee. That's kind of cool. You walk in, flash your, flash your badge, mm-hmm. if you will, and you get free coffee, and that kind of is good. I mean, I, I have a couple of restaurant cards that get me a discount just because a couple of restaurants have done that. And it's kind of cool when you pull out your card and you go, great. I mean, this is like 10 or 15% discount. I don't use it very often because it takes money out of the pocket of the server, but those things kind of render a little bit of status. But when you look at uh, a couple of wineries, so what the wine business in BC is another example. They do um, a subscription service, if you will, and you can subscribe to them, and they'll send you a certain number of bottles of wine. And talking to a couple of wineries today, which is very similar to what we'd be headed to, very difficult to manage. So you need software, you need people, and you need to keep track of all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, you imagine in a winery, you're shipping out wine, and, and a little bit of it's customized, and it's based on price points and stuff. Same with restaurants. Um, I think it works in some cases. Um, I was talking to our friend Kelly over at Romer's uh, this afternoon. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's a cool idea if you have an item that's unique that um, you don't mind paying a subscription to have access to that or a unique time or 
maybe it's you get you know unique patio time or unique places on the patio. Uh, it's all good stuff because it's it's membership driven. It's like going to a golf course. You have all these different perks. Mm-hmm. The problem is is trying to manage this. And if you imagine if you know if Jazz and Robin walk in and they've got their membership paid up and they walk in and they can't get it right or you've got someone that goes, I don't, I don't really know who you are or whatever the confusion. So I think it's fraught with danger. I think, uh, Robin, you raised an interesting point about subscriptions when it comes to food delivery. So you can subscribe to like Uber Eats or DoorDash and you get, you know, discounts or no delivery fees and certain get your food faster than the guy next door. Those sort of perks. But I think we're a ways away yet, um, Jazz, from seeing this. I mean, part of the problem is not to change the topic, but you need people to run this. And we're, exactly. we basically don't have enough people to run anything right now um, without being frantic at all times. So it, it really requires a lot of strategy. Well, it's the labor shortage, but you also have to think about it. You have to pair up with something like Uber or Lyft to get it delivered. <laughs> so how is it any different yeah. from Uber Eats? But isn't the, the, the challenge yeah. there, like for, for your Uber Eats subscription, so what do you pay per month for that? It's something like nine ninety nine. And what do you get for yeah. that? But I get a discount on Uber, my Uber rides. What kind of discount? Yeah. Like is it for every ride you take? I you get, get like, yeah, 5% off. Every ride. Every and, ride. You, and you use Uber quite a bit? Yeah. And is that for food then too? You get a discount And there? then you get a discount on food. You get free deliveries and sometimes it's like a two for one for certain restaurants. I try to support um, restaurants that can afford this obviously because, you know, yeah. they there's a big cut that but, they t- a loss that they can take too. Yeah. It, it's interesting that uh, Robin says that here you have a, a massive, well, was massive conglomerate, but it's a big company, global really, in the grand scheme of things, head office in San Francisco, that they can afford to do this. Uh, but it, it, it is concerning, as you say, Ian, that, it, that the local uh, business can't do this because of the software costs, the labor challenges that are there. Uh, and it, it, it falls to the Ubers of the world or the ma- bigger restaurant chains that can only do this. Because one would assume just looking at the familiarity that you have, let's say you have a local bar that you love going to, that, it, that the industry itself is ripe for that type of disruption. Yes. Yeah, it, it totally is, and I think if it was a bit more normal, and and you know we didn't have the effects of inflation and you know labor and all that kind of stuff, there's some innovation we could really do around this. But you've got to do it on um, mass, so you can't sort of have. I was reading at one restaurant, I think they have like 100 customers, and I'm thinking that's not very good because 100 customers you're going to manage, uh, you know, you're managing 100 customers with a person that's not very efficient. And you're totally right about the delivery companies; they can do this all day long. They can offer, you know free this and have an extra that and and, and you go to 7-Eleven on your way, you get an order from, you know, Uber and they say, by the way, do you want us to stop at 7-Eleven and get you something else? Like it's, it's, it's tending kind of, the added value seems to be embedded in that and it for now, that's the best way for us to do it because I can't imagine too many restaurants. Now, Robin, you mentioned the Michelin Star restaurant. That's interesting because they're smaller They've got a lot of people to run a Michelin uh, star restaurant just by nature of keeping that rating. So you can see how they can kind of finesse that. I think you're right, it's $130, and once a month you get this three-course curated meal delivered to your house. Um, some people are doing you know, alcohol with it, but it's a very specialized part of the market where we tend to need volume, margin, cash, that comes from lots of transactions and not getting too bogged down with uh, you know individual customization at yeah. this point. 
But if it's something special like a Michelin star, don't you kind of want to go into the restaurant and you eat would. it? And you, you want the ambiance and the food not to be cold and <laughs> no, whatnot. No, no. You get your subscription on Uber, you get it for free, you watch Netflix, you're subscribing there, you're good to go. <laughs> then you don't have to talk to your dinner companion, right, Ian? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you go. Ian, thanks for your time. Yeah, guys.